Welcome to the Digital Aircraft Secrets Podcast. I'm Mark Schultz, your host. Aviation Professionals for Digital Aircraft Operations is a forum created to help our industry to progress forward into the full implementation of digital transformation and digital systems. Thank you for listening. Hey everybody, it's Mark Schultz here this morning and I uh, wanted to come to you live today with a a special backstage edition of Recovery in Aviation. I'm actually back in my studio right now today, and uh, I um, have never done that before. And uh, I've had a lot of people asking me um, about uh, what I do and how I do it and uh, want to learn more about what we do in the backstage. And so uh, I thought I'd open it up. thought I'd open up the studio to you today and uh, see if we couldn't get some people online here and have a little bit of a conversation about uh, digital and uh, how we can go live and uh, do different broadcasts and things like that. So um, uh, join me here today and uh, let's have a discussion about uh, digital transformation. So um, you know that at Digital Aircraft that we are uh, uniquely focused on digital and digital transformation within the aviation industry. And you know, we've had, um, uh, a lot of interesting things that we've done. Like last month, we actually did a, a big virtual summit. And I know many of you have actually attended um, that virtual summit. And, uh, you know, we actually had um, probably, uh, we, we had close to 6,000 people that registered for the, the live event, the Recovery in Aviation event. And, um, uh, you know, on different platforms, we had 20,000, you know, viewers on uh, Vimeo on our main platform. And then we were also live on, on YouTube and on uh, uh, Twitter and LinkedIn and a lot of different places. And, uh, and so it was really a great um, networking kind of an event. And I've had a lot of people ask me about it and, uh, uh, and ask, you know, um, uh, you know, what are some of the tricks? What are some of the tricks of this, of the trade and of the secrets that we, uh, that we do? So anyway, um, you know, that uh, for, for many years now, I have, uh, focused on digital and digital transformation in the airline industry. And that's been the topic of discussion. And that's really my experience. That's really my background um, in that. Hey, listen, we got a lot of people joining us right now on the uh, broadcast. And um, I wanted to invite you to um, join us uh, on the broadcast. And uh, if you would, if you would share this session, that would uh, really help us out here. And we'd uh, get more people to to join us here, but right now um, we're we're live on uh, on one two one two three four five six seven eight eight different platforms right now, and uh, so we're we're really trying to get the message out about uh, recovery in aviation and uh, get some ideas and some thoughts about how we've learned and uh, how things are going um, within aviation and what you can do in your businesses to be able to grow uh, in the industry. So um, we have two major aspects of what we do here at Digital Aircraft. And uh, the two major aspects are focusing on, on helping people in the implementation of digital and helping to roll out digital within the industry and, um, and helping from the standpoint of connecting people uh, with different technology and different solutions and, um, and what are the needs that people have and uh, and just what do people have to do to be able to do a successful digital implementation within the different spaces they are? Um, I've done over 200 uh, implementations at airlines and MROs of different IT, you know, kind of systems over my career, 
And so, you know, we have a lot of background in that area. And so the one thing that we do is we try to help people from a technical standpoint to be able to do implementations. And then the other thing that I've done is, um, hey, everybody, how you doing? I see you're joining out there. Hey, uh, give me a shout out from where you are. Uh, and uh, some of the platforms, I can't see your comments, but some of them I can. So um, if you're on LinkedIn or one of those places, uh, give me a shout out um, that you're on LinkedIn and you're watching and uh, uh, we'll uh, answer some of your questions that you might have um, from LinkedIn. Uh, so anyway, um, the other thing that we do is we focus on trying to help people to be successful in uh, getting their message out for their business. So so like, for example, is, is that we, uh, we help people to, um, to learn how to better use uh, social media and how to better use digital to be able to get their message out about their business. And so you may be a person who's trying to implement digital, okay? And you may also be um, a person who is, uh, let's see, it says that we're having a little problem here with our stream on LinkedIn. And uh, looks like it hasn't gone live on LinkedIn here this morning, all right? So um, looks like we're only on uh, uh, YouTube and on Facebook and some other platforms right now. Sometimes that happens. Um, when you're trying to do live broadcasts, sometimes things happen. And uh, things, you know, go live or they don't go live. And uh, there could be a problem with it going live on LinkedIn. But uh, maybe it'll come in. Maybe the stream will come back in um, here in a bit. We'll see. We'll see if it uh, if it comes in. All right. So anyway, so um, I want to talk a little bit about uh, about what we do here in the backstage and some of the things that we do to be able to leverage social media um, to be able to get our message out. All right. So. Uh, you know, one of the most important things that we need to be doing in the industry today is we need to be leveraging um, media, social media, virtual media, digital media, in order to be able to get our message out, right? And so if you're a business who is looking at, you know, what do I do in my industry today? What do I do um, in order to be able to grow my business at a time when certain portions of the aviation uh, sector or of the aviation aerospace industry are not as successful as the others, all right? And so, you know, I myself personally had to address that, had to deal with that. And it uh, looks like we're live on LinkedIn now. We had a problem going live initially, but it looks like we're live now. And so just wanted to uh, give a shout out to all of you that are watching on LinkedIn here right now. And uh, if you um, have questions or comments, you know, during our live broadcast this morning, just throw them into the comments and uh, we'll address them live here um, today. So um, I see that we're uh, we got a bunch of people joining. Hey, if you want to tell me where you're at and where you're currently located at, it's always fun to know where people are at because our broadcasts really go out um, worldwide. Uh, they go out around the world. So anyways, reach out to me and uh, let me know where you're at. And uh, so let's continue to go here. So, so if you're looking at your business and what you have to do to be able to grow in the aviation aerospace uh, industry right now, last month in our summit, um, you know, for those of you that attended, you know that we had 61 speakers over three days. And over those three days, um, we did hour-long sessions and interviews with different businesses. And let me tell you, one of the really interesting things that uh, I learned during that summit and over the course of this year is that there are sectors of the aviation aerospace industry that are growing right now. There are sectors that are growing and there are, there are portions of the industry that actually have achieved record profits this year. There's some companies that are being very, very successful, extremely successful. And so, you know, if you're sitting and looking at, at uh, what's currently happening with your industry, 
you might be in a part of the industry where um, there's cutbacks. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, um, there's a lot of cutbacks going on in the, in the commercial um, airline space right now, in the regional airline space right now. And uh, we've had some layoffs and, uh, you know, my heart goes out to you. And listen, if you're in one of those sectors where, you know, you got laid off and you're looking for some new opportunities, you know, I wanted to encourage you to uh, reach out to me and, uh, uh, and I might be able to connect you with some people. And so I'm specifically giving you an offer that if you are, if you are in a position where you have become, you know, jobless right now in one of the aviation aerospace sectors, reach out to me on LinkedIn. And um, I have helped people to be able to find new job opportunities during this difficult time. And so I'm making an offer um, for you to reach out to me. Hey, we have some, we have some additional people joining us. Um, you know, we have uh, uh, Luai from uh, Yemen that has joined us. And it's always exciting to see people all around the world that join us. Um, but uh, listen, I wanted to make that specific offer to you that if you are challenged right now and you're in a part of the industry right now that is that is uh, laying off or you found yourself unemployed, um, I'm happy to try to create networks and connections. And so reach out to me on LinkedIn and I'm happy to try to help you. Listen, but then you might also be in a part of the of the aviation sector where um, there's growth happening right now. Like like if you're in business aviation, I know companies that have reached record profits this year within business aviation. And um, uh, and so, you know, you might want to think about considering, you know, pivoting of your business and seeing if the products and services that you have can address the business market or an adjacent market, you know, to where you currently are. Um, also, uh, aircraft modifications in the area of cargo. You know, recently I read an article that said that uh, it's difficult to even find a cargo airplane these days because um, uh, cargo transportation has uh, increased so dramatically. Now, there's some different factors that have really um, been a result of that. And uh, uh, so like, for example, you know, a lot of the passenger aircraft carried um, cargo uh, on every flight. And so with the reduction of passenger um, aircraft flights uh, and the reduction of cargo, you know that that's increased uh, cargo transport for the specifically cargo only um, aircraft. And, you know, FedEx and, and uh, you know, UPS and other cargo carriers, you know, Amazon, um, they're all doing extremely well right now. And so if you're looking for, you know, a place that you can pivot to, um, cargo is a place that's, you know, doing really, really well. And you should think about whether that's an opportunity where you can go into. Aircraft modifications, you know, are doing well right now. Um, you know, we all in the industry got a lot of people joining us, you know, here and, you uh, 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 and uh, people are saying, hey, great um, aviation updates within the market, good initiative. Uh, Andre uh, here, he uh, says good initiative. And, and uh, you know, I just want to be able to share, you know, knowledge that we have, you know, within the industry because, um, you know, uh, I am working with people every single day. So I was up, you know, early this morning for me. Um, I'm usually up early, early. And uh, my first call was with uh, somebody in Madrid. And then my next call this morning already was with somebody in the, in the U.S. Um, here. And, uh, you know, yesterday I had calls with people in the UK and people in uh, Berlin and, and uh, uh, people in India. And, and so what I'm trying to tell you is, is that um, one of the things I'm constantly doing is I'm constantly networking. All right. And so, you know, it's extremely important at this point in time, you know, in this industry that if you want to grow your business or if you want to um, to be able to recover what you're doing or if you want to increase what you're doing, you know, there's a couple of key things that you need to do. I personally am just telling you about my own journey. My own journey is, is that I have focused on networking. I have focused on what can I do to connect with people in the industry. I have connected with hundreds of new people this year 
um, in the industry. And it has created new opportunities for me within business um, and to be able to grow my business. Now, that's one thing that we do. We're trying to leverage our networks and we're trying to um, connect with people. And legitimately, when I use the word leverage, think about that for a minute. I'm not talking about leveraging somebody else. I'm not talking about using somebody else. What I'm talking about is creating valuable connections with people where I can help them and they can help me and we can reciprocate. All right. So like, for example, in the um, virtual conference that we had last month, um, like I told you, we had 6,000 people that registered, right? And I had 61 speakers. Well, every one of those speakers that was in that event um, created new connections and new opportunities to meet people and find new opportunities for business. I know for a fact that every single one of the speakers that was on that event created new connections and started new dialogues with people about their industry and about their business and about how to be able to grow. And I've continued to work with different companies from that summit um, to be able to help them to create connections. People have contacted me and said, did you meet anybody in the summit that is in the area of you know, business aviation and do they need any software? You know, are they interested in records? Are they interested in ERP or you know, different things like that? So that's one really valuable thing that I continue to do is to do networking, all right? Let me talk to you about some of the ways um, that I do networking, all right? Hey, good morning. Uh, I see Kieran's out there. Um, Kieran, glad to, glad to have you on board. Uh, Kieran is one of the guys that uh, I've been talking to um, from Real Variable, and uh, uh, they have a great uh, blockchain platform, and they're really helping people in logistics, you know, out there. And so, you know, that's just one example of some of the networking that I've done this year and people, you know, that I've connected with. And uh, so, if you're looking for an ERP platform that optimizes uh, uh, logistics and to be able to optimize the flow of materials and parts and things, um, you know, that is a guy that you can reach out to. Here, I'll put it up there again. That's Kieran Prakash. So anyway, that's a great company with real variable, right? Listen, there's a free plug right there. And uh, those are the kind of things that I do is that I try to help people. Hey, I also got Simon Barker out there. And uh, Simon, I'm doing great. Hey, thanks for joining us. And uh, Simon has got a great business going too. They are actually in the, the virtual business. Um, you know, they actually create conferences and connect people um, uh, on conference platforms. And if you want to do networking, you know, you should be looking at how do I network with people through a lot of the conferences out there today. Hey, listen, let me tell you why I did the uh, virtual summit last month. All right. Is, is that people are coming to me and saying, how do I connect out there today? What do I do? How do I connect with people? My conferences are gone. I, I can't have personal, you know, in face to face meetings. We're not traveling right now. And and so what do we do? How do we supplement that? Virtual. Look at look at what we're doing right now, okay? We're having a virtual conversation and discussion. And, uh, you know, um, this is how we're connecting with people today. We're creating networking. We're creating virtual conversations and discussions. And uh, this is something you need to be doing. And um, a lot of you that are reaching out to me right now are reaching out to me on LinkedIn. And that's a place that we need to leverage. Hey, let me give you a few tips that I have about using LinkedIn, all right? is uh, provide value on LinkedIn. First of all, um, if all you're doing is reaching out to people and selling to them on LinkedIn, uh, a lot of times, you know, people are contacted constantly all day long and they're trying to be sold to. And if you want to become known on LinkedIn and if you want to provide um, connections and value to other people and ultimately be able to do business with them, provide them some value. Um, go on to LinkedIn and don't just, you know, post that I have a product for sale provide them some value, talk to them about how to solve a business problem, 
about some of the challenges that people have in the industry or what people are doing to create success. Um, I'll just tell you right now is, is that, uh, let's see, two and a half years ago, three years ago, I sat with my daughter in a hotel in Vancouver. That's where she was working at the time. And I told her, I said, hey, Rachel is her name. Um, she's an animator at uh, uh, DreamWorks um, down in Los Angeles right now. But I told her, I said, hey, I'm going to blow up my LinkedIn. I said, I got a thousand connections on LinkedIn right now. And I'm going to get 3,000 connections is what I told her. All right. And, uh, you know, at that time, that was where I was. And I said, I need to grow my network. I need to learn how to reach out and meet and greet new people. And, uh, and so I started by, you know, reaching out to people and providing value and following their feeds and commenting and, and providing value to them is actually um, helping them to be successful in the posts and things that they were doing. And then connecting with people that I knew and gradually one by one, you know, I started to get more connections on LinkedIn and started to have more exposure, you know, in social media. And before you knew it, I had that 3000 connections, you know, and, uh, you know, today, uh, you know, I've continued to do that for a couple of years. And I know there's people that have way more connections and followers than what I do. You know, I know there's people that have half a million and, you know, and I can't even conceive of that. I guess that's where I want to go next. But right now I'm just under 20,000, 20,000 connections. And when I go look at the people that are my connections, they're solid connections. There are people that are, you know, leaders in industry and people that are followers and people that are you know, all part of this valuable network of connections in aviation. And uh, and I leverage that. You know, when I want to talk to people about an event, I'll jump online and I'll tell people about the event coming up, invite them to come be part of it. But, uh, you know, that's that solid 20,000 network, you know, 20,000 people that I've built um, on a network. And uh, that's become a really valuable resource because now I can reach people like yourselves and we can have conversations and Hey, listen, if you have any questions out there, um, you know, let's uh, let's get a conversation going here. So um, I have somebody here who just made a comment a little bit ago that I missed here. And uh, uh, here's somebody said, hey, conversions from passengers to freighters is busy right now. And so um, I have a friend that was looking for a job and uh, and I, um, I connected him to a couple of people and uh, he ended up going to work down in Florida here recently uh, for uh, Hayco. Um, down in, I think it's Lake City, Florida. But if you're looking for something, uh, let me know. Maybe I can help connect you up. Hey, um, I got some questions that have come here. Let's uh, uh, let's answer some questions um, here. I, I can't answer this. I'm sorry. But Simon asked, will Trump stalling on the next bailout package cause more U.S. carriers to go bust soon? Hey, listen, I, I want you to know that, um, uh, you know, uh, there's a lot of debate over, over, you know, what's the right action to take in the U.S. with respect to the airlines. And, um, I'm just going to say that a lot of times there's misinformation outside the country. I'm going to just tell you as I've been watching the news and I haven't heard anything about Trump stalling on the next bailout package. You know what it is, is it's the Senate and it's Congress, which can't get their act together and agree on, you know, something which provides stimulus uh, to the industry. And, um, and so, uh, you know, um, what will happen, Simon? Uh, I'm not really sure. I know they're actively talking about it right now and there's discussions about how do we help but I know that when people get laid off from uh, airlines, that it's very difficult to claw them back again. And so, you know, it's going to be difficult and uh, uh, we're going to have to see what happens. But, you know, I just want to give all of you this advice, Simon included. All right. Listen, is, is that um, we need to look around us and we need to see what's happening in the world we're, we're in. And we need to adapt our business to what it is that's happening around us. We have no choice. All right. And that I, I just be honest with you is that I'm not sitting around wondering when I'm going to get the next you know stimulus or when the next bailout is going to come because 
I need to grow my business in whatever environment I, I'm in. I don't have control over those factors. And so one of the things I'm doing is I'm getting about doing things like this. I'm getting on social media. I'm talking to people. I'm creating networks. I'm creating connections. I'm bringing people together, you know, and we're, we're, we're having discussions about doing business. Listen, I've, I've created seven or eight new um, business opportunities in the last month, you know, just by doing networking and they're major business opportunities. I mean, I'm talking about starting new companies and helping people with acquisitions and growing people in sales and marketing and talking to people about implementation of new software. <clears throat> We're talking about a lot of different things right now. And so, you know, what my answer is, is that it's not about a stimulus. It's about how do I get moving? How do I grow? You know what it is that I'm doing? All right. Listen, I just want to tell you something is, is that last month when I decided that I was going to do a virtual summit, right? I had done broadcasts like this. And I'm going to just tell you is that I don't think I've ever had more than, you know, I think the most I ever had was about 300 people register for one of my live events. All right, 300. All right. And I was pretty excited about that because there was a time when I had 10 people register, or 15 people register. But last month we had 6,000 people register for the virtual summit that I put together. Why? Because I really ramped it up. I really said in order for me to be able to be successful, I have to create something bigger and something better and something higher quality and something that's better than what else is happening out there in the industry. And so that's what we did. And I, I, I really got a lot of feedback from people saying that it really created value for them. All right. So let's see. Just got a little comment here from uh, Zaria and uh, she says, is everything fine over there? Yep. Everything's everything's fine over here. Hey, listen, though, you know, there's a lot of different things happening in different places here in the U.S., and I'm in the Pacific Northwest, and it's really, really sad because there's a lot of forest fires um, on the West Coast. You know, there's been over a million acres in some fires that have burned in California. And uh, we actually have had a lot of smoke that's come up here and uh, and created uh, a lot of problems. Our air quality has been really, really bad. And uh, and so, you know, how are things going? Well, we got a lot of challenges. The industry has got some challenges, and we have some fires going on, and we have some politics and some elections going on. But let me just say this, is that I have to continue in my business no matter what's going on. I have to look around to what's happening around me and create success, you know, whatever's going on. Let's see, we got some other questions that are come here. Let me just pop this up here. Is uh, since thousands of aircraft are currently in cold storage, how much time and money do airlines need to spend to make it airworthy once the traffic starts getting back to normal? <clears throat> All right, you know, Kieran, that's a good question. I've talked to, um, you know, different people and, uh, I'm not really sure that that would be the exact question that I would ask. You know, that's a good question. Okay. But let me just say this is that, is that uh, uh, the problem that we have is the demand is not there. Right. And so, um, you know, I know that over time that the demand is going to increase and more aircraft are going to be put back into service again. All right. But the problem is, is that the demand isn't there. And so, I just don't think we're going to see a big spike of aircraft that have to go into service. All right. Just think about it. Is that October is typically the lowest season, the lowest time for airlines right now. All right. October. And so not only do we have, you know, some problems with the economy down, but we also have, we're in the low part of the season, October. And then typically we would see an increase in November and December. You know, I personally am flying uh, to Florida in November. I'm not, I'm not afraid to fly right now. I'm flying where I need to go. It's just that there's limited reasons to go places, you know, and fly. Um, I happen to be going to visit family that live in Florida. And so the reason I'm flying is, is going to visit family in November. And so, you know, we're going to see an increase in traffic in November and December from personal travel. 
But uh, you know, a lot of people are just choosing to uh, to not travel. So, Karen, um, I think we're going to see a gradual increase, and uh, and so um, it's going to happen over time. It's not going to happen all at once. And uh, I don't think we're going to see a big spike. You know, that's going to occur, right? Uh, let's see. You got a question here from Luai. Um, how can a maintenance guy leverage from a network um, in such a time? Okay, listen. Hey, um, uh, what I would suggest is, is that first of all, I don't know whether you know you're employed right now or whether you're unemployed. All right, but if you're employed right now, I would certainly reach out to people and make connections and have conversations with people, you know, within the industry because you don't know how long you're going to be employed right now. Okay, um, we never know when an event is going to happen which might cause us to you know, to lose our job or to, you know, to have to move on. And so if you have a job, I would definitely be networking, right? If you don't have a job right now, you know, I would be networking on LinkedIn and places like that to be able to find an opportunity. And I, I just said earlier is, is that if anybody is looking for work out there today, I am more than happy to try to help people. And you can reach out to me and I have personally helped people. And I know that they've been able to find jobs as a result of some of our conversations, you know. Let's see, we got, uh, oh, we got uh, Zuria. She said she's from Brazil down in Rio. Hey, Rio's a great city. Um, I was down in Rio, uh, uh, it's been a little while now, but, um, you know, it was really fun to go down there. And uh, I was down there on business visiting an MRO, and uh, it happened that I had to stay over the weekend and uh, had a great chance to go down to the beach and uh, see the uh, Santa de Cristo and uh, different things like that. And so it was really cool. Um, so welcome. Glad to have you from, uh, you know, from Brazil. I uh, got a new um, I got a new comment from Simon. He says, "Agree with you, Mark. That social media networking is vital, but we must, as an industry, do airport testing to get more passengers back on board." Hey, I, I think I agree with you. You know, on that, uh, Simon, there are definitely things that have to be put in place. You know, in order to be able to get people traveling again. You know, if you look around the world, we see that uh, that different countries, you know, have different requirements. And like, for example, in some countries, you know, you have to quarantine, you know, for 14 days when you travel there. And uh, I just am not going to travel somewhere where I have to quarantine for 14 days. And then one of the guys on my summit, um, he uh, he said that he traveled to the Ukraine. And uh, his travel experience was is that when he got there, um, they did a coronavirus test. They put a tracking app on his phone. He had to go back to the hotel and he had to quarantine. Um, and then when he got a, a negative response on the uh, on the coronavirus test, then uh, he uh, he was released to go. He didn't have to quarantine. And so um, I know that a lot of times people are, are uh, they object to, you know, the testing or the quarantining or the, or the tracking. And, uh, you know, Simon, you are absolutely right. We are going to have to find a way to be able to operate, you know, within this environment. And uh, in order to be able to travel internationally, um, you know, we're going to have to do something. We're going to have to, you know, probably do, um, you know, testing, airport testing and, uh, and tracking on apps. And, and uh, we're, we're going to have to get together to do this. But, at the same time, Simon, I'm going to say again that, uh, you know, I got to figure out how to operate within this environment that I'm in today. And uh, I guess it's going to be virtual, you know, for a while because I don't see things changing dramatically before the end of the year and into the next quarter. And so I am definitely focusing on on uh, virtual and what I can do to uh, to connect with people virtually and uh, to connect in, you know, with in business virtually and and just figure out how to do business in the current environment I'm in today. Uh, Zaria, you know, you're welcome. You know, it was really good to hear from you down there in Rio. I hope I get to get down there again, you know, sometime. So, you know, that's really cool. <clears throat> hey, um, you know, I want to talk about a few things coming up. Um, you know, Simon, I, I apologize, but maybe we can talk about uh, your event, um, 
you know, on another session, but I don't have the information up in front of me. But, uh, you know, check out Simon Barker's uh, profile. And uh, uh, he has an event coming up, I think, if I remember right, it was next year. And maybe we can talk about that in another session. But you should check that out because that would be a great networking opportunity for you. Um, there's been a couple that um, I've attended recently that uh, have provided some new connections, um, virtual events that I've attended recently that have provided new connections. And uh, let me just give a shout out to a couple of things that are going on. Hey, um, uh, I was I was uh, uh, I was contacted by an, a business associate of mine, um, Emily uh, uh, Emily. Um, uh, just a minute here. I I dropped her uh, her page, um, and uh, Emily is with the uh, uh, the uh, aerospace summit. But uh, anyway, uh, just really quickly here, I wanted to give a shout out to uh, to her. Um, I have signed up for. Um, an event next week, which is with the uh, uh, annual Aerospace Summit. Um, I'm sorry, the uh, Aerospace Futures Alliance. And so the Aerospace Futures Alliance is an alliance which basically um, brings together manufacturers to be able to support the growth within the aerospace industry. And uh, Emily Whitman um, is the president and CEO of the Aerospace Futures Alliance. And they have a conference actually coming up next week. Um, it's called the AFA Summit 2020. And uh, you can actually go to their website, which is at afa-wa.com, and uh, you can sign up for their um, their event, their upcoming event next week. And uh, it'll be a great event because if you're looking for a way to, to do networking and connect with people, they have leaders from different manufacturers like, you know, Boeing and other OEMs in the region. And, uh, you know, we all need to be finding ways to be able to connect and to network. And one way to do that in this day and age um, with, with the situation that we're in is to do it through virtual events, all right? And there's a lot of them that are coming up, and many of them give opportunity to do direct connections with people and do direct networking. So I wanted to suggest that uh, that you reach out. You can go to LinkedIn, and you can reach out to Emily Whitman, W-I-T-T-M-A-N, um, directly with the uh, Aerospace Futures Alliance, or you can go to their, you can go to their website, and uh, you can um, register for their event. That one's next week, actually. It's on... Uh, Let's see, I got it up here on my other screen. It's on the 14th of, uh, of October. It's next week. So that's one of them that's coming up. And uh, another really good one, which is next month, is um, I'm actually going to be uh, speaking at this one at the uh, Aircraft Commerce, the virtual uh, conference and expo. And uh, that's one that I've been attending for years now um, in physical uh, attendance um, in uh, Amsterdam and uh, in the UK and in Bangkok and uh, in Miami. And uh, it's a great event where um, uh, airlines and MROs get together and uh, uh, and to be able to learn about um, the industry and what's happening with IT in the industry. And I really support that because digital transformation in the industry is you know what I do. But you know they like everybody else have had to go you know virtual, and so they have their first ever um, I think it's their first ever virtual event coming up um, uh, on on November sixteenth through the twentieth. And uh, I'll be providing more information about it over the next few weeks. But uh, I am actually going to be speaking in three separate sessions um, in that event. And uh, that is an amazing opportunity to be able to connect with people. And they're specifically in the aviation aerospace industry and those that are interested in digital. And so if that's your domain, you are definitely wanting, want, going to want to go to the Aircraft Commerce event and uh, check that out. You can go to the Aircraft Commerce website, which is aircraft-commerce.com and look at their conferences coming up, and that's the Aircraft IT uh, conference. That one's coming up. Let's see what else we have here. So uh, 
Let's see, we have another LinkedIn user that said the IATA forecast is rebounding of aviation and airlines till 2024. What's my opinion on that subject? Wow. Okay. So um, that's entirely possible. You know, last month we had uh, we had uh, Dave Markintel from Oliver Wyman, another company which is uh, you know a foundation in in forecasting um, the industry, the MRO industry and the air, aviation airline industry, and they were showing a slow progression of recovery. You know, over the next two years, really. And uh, and so I, I I just you know I can't predict out to 2024. And so what's my opinion? Is it going to not recover until 2024? I don't know. I hope not. Um, but what I can tell you is is that we in the industry need to lean into the industry and we need to drive recovery. I tell you right now is is that I can drive my business and if I can drive my business and create activity, we all can create activity in the industry, all right? And it's through all of our collective efforts that we will be able to drive recovery and success. And so look, you may say that it's not going to recover until 2024. Is, is that I think we have control over that. We have control over where things go and what happens. You definitely have control over what part of the business that you're focusing on, all right? And so if you are in a part of the industry which um, provides, you know, air transport or if you or if you're if you're in one of the major airlines or if you're in one of the regional airlines, you know, there's definitely going to be some challenges and difficulties, but what I will tell you is is that different airlines have been affected differently. All right. Last month we had uh, Fernando Minwa um, of uh, Goal, Brazilian Goal. All right, on our summit, and I know Fernando because he used to work at Boeing. All right, and he told me that Goal has been definitely impacted. Everybody's been adversely impacted. All right, but their business model was mostly domestic flying within Brazil. All right, and um, they, so their model, their business model, was is that they weren't flying internationally. All right. And so they have um, been less affected by this shutdown from flying from country to country because of their business model, all right? There's other airlines in Europe like Wizz Air and Ryanair and some others like that that have found themselves in a stronger position because of their business model. And so, so what's my answer to that? Look, maybe you need to pivot and focus on selling services to those airlines that are doing well, or maybe you need to think about a job change and go to an airline that's doing well, all right? Or go to an MRO that's doing modifications, but you know, I I just will not, I refuse to sit and just not do anything and wait. All right, I actually know airlines that have stated that we're we're holding we're holding out for the recovery. All right, and uh, you know, I, I just don't know what recovery looks like. All right, um, I believe that recovery looks like understanding the changes in your environment around you, pivoting your business, and going to be successful in that new sector of business. All right. So what am I saying right now? All right. Look, digital transformation has always been my area of expertise. I've been doing this for 40 years now. Okay. Almost 40 years. All right. My wife says it's not 40 years, but listen, I count the fact that I started flying when I was 15 years old. All right. I have an AP license. I have a commercial instrument, multi-engine pilot license. I have an engineering degree. I have a master's degree in business. All right. Those things are all just fine and good and well. But listen, I've learned through the school of experience over the years, you know, to learn how to understand aviation, how to understand manufacturers and what the needs are within those spaces and how to implement digital within those spaces. All right. So what am I doing with that? I'm leveraging my experience that I have to be able to help other people 
to be successful in those spaces, all right? Now is the time to consider probably one of three things, all right? Or you might be in one of three categories, all right? You might be in a business in the airline industry, which is struggling right now, and you're saying, what do we have to do, all right? How do we become successful, all right? Well, if you're in a cash position where you're able to work on some of your digital um, activities to be able to create efficiencies so that when the, the industry begins to improve, that you can emerge more efficient, then you should be working on that right now. If you're in that category, you should be working on, on digital and working on digital transformation right now. Um, if you are in a position where your airline has had to lay people off, or if your business is down and you're having to do more with less, which most of us are, then you need to be looking for ways to accomplish more work for less. We can do that through digital. We can do that through digital and digital transformation. <clears throat> That's the first category, right? The second category is, is that if you are in a business which has the ability to be able to consider adjacent markets, all right? So I've talked to some airlines who <clears throat> have increased their cargo transport um, only. They have increased their, their charter operations and have had to decrease their scheduled passenger operations in order to be able to accommodate the different demands in the market. If you're a software company that can shift from, from selling into the regional jet industry, maybe you can go sell into the business jet industry, which is booming right now at this point in time, all right? That might be a shift, you know, that you can make. So if you're in this category where the product and service that you have has been adversely affected, then maybe you need to consider, you know, a shift, all right? The third category is, is that there are new business opportunities that are being created because of the environment that we're in today. Look, business is booming in the digital industry right now. We have the opportunity to connect. Listen, last year I flew 480,000 miles on the airlines, all right, internationally mostly. I can't do that right now, all right? <clears throat> so what am I doing? I'm now communicating digitally like what we are right now. And people accept that because we can't travel. All right. So if you're not leveraging the ability to be able to connect with people and network with people and sell digitally, you need to be doing that because um, you have an opportunity now. You don't have to spend, I don't have to spend a week and fly to Hong Kong and back. I can contact somebody and do a, a virtual you know, conference. And that's an accepted method of communicating today because I can't fly there. Um, let me see. <clears throat> I have uh, another question here. Let me take a look at it real quick. Uh, here, let me just throw it up on the screen here. So um, Zaria asked another question is, I have my own business here and I'd like to know how I can get my networking in the best way possible. I have an online English course, a distance course for international proficiency tests like TOEFL, um, Michigan and Cambridge. What advice do you have for me? Okay, so um, <clears throat> Zaria, let me just say this is that, first of all, it looks like you have a product which you're selling. That's the first step, that's fantastic. And uh, um, you know, what I would be doing is, is that I would be, uh, I would, here's what I do. Look, listen, I believe that the way that you can be successful is, first of all, um, I did not know that you had this business, all right? And that means that there's thousands of people out there that don't know that you have this business, all right? Today, there's probably going to be another 5,000 people that know that you have this business because you spoke up on this broadcast and now people know that you have this business, all right? And, uh, and so I'm going to throw that back up there on the screen again. So one of the things that we all have to do is we have to come out of obscurity, all right? If people don't know who we are or what our business is, then how in the world can we ever sell or how can they buy from us, all right? 
So number one is, is that you need to engage on social media. Now, how do you go about doing that? All right. I believe that the most effective way of being successful in business is to be able to help other people. All right. Hey, listen, Zaria, you might think about um, doing some short, uh, you know, uh, proficiency uh, classes um, online for free. You know, um, give give some of it away. And you know that we all can't learn in 60 minutes, you know, to be proficient in English. We know that it's something that we have to do over a longer period of time. So offer something for free and help people and then offer them to come into a, a class where you train people, you know, following that. And so one of the things that I do is, that, listen, the virtual summit that we did last month, we did completely free. You know, I had 6,000 people that were able to, you know, join our summit or register for our summit. And we did it completely free. All right. Why did I do that? Number one, I, I like to help people. I like to connect people. But I knew that by working with other people and connecting with other people, it would create new business opportunities for me. Right. So <clears throat> number one, you need to get your name out there and people need to know who you are. What's the best way to do that? Virtual social media. Number two, what do you do? Don't go out and do a hard sell on people. I say my suggestion is that you give something away. You give something away for free, and then people will see that you can add value to what it is that they're doing and what they need, and then offer them you know, a course, all right? And so for the rest of you that have different businesses, that's a strategy that I frequently do. If you honestly want to help people, and if you genuinely add value to what it is that people need and what they're doing... They're going to see you as a person that they want to um, network with and to potentially do business with. And uh, that's the way that I've over the years, you know, um, earned the trust of people and uh, and uh, and began to do business with people. So, um, you know, I see you said you got it. Perfect. That's great. I'm glad I'm glad that you uh, you know got some value from that. So and listen, Zaria, if you wanted to have further conversation, you can reach out to me on LinkedIn and, uh, you know, I'd be happy to give you some more advice because really I'm serious. Is, is that I really am all about helping people. And if I can help people to be successful in this industry, um, you know, I believe that they will come back to me and they will do business with me. All right. That's really, that's really what I do. That's really one of the things I do. All right. So, hey, um, listen, uh, I'm going to wrap up this broadcast here. And uh, I really appreciate all of you watching here today. And uh, I just want to tell you that uh, let's do more of this. I want to be able to do more uh, conversations with you about how we can create success. And um, I'm going to continue to do my recovery and aviation interviews. And so keep an eye out for the interviews. Um, I have a couple of them coming up here soon. And uh, my other advice I give to you again is uh, network, network, network right now. Okay. Leverage your virtual world, leverage your digital capabilities and uh, network with people because you're going to need it. We're, you know, I can't change what's happening in the world. I can't change the forest fires. I can't change the politics of the election. I can't change the industry overnight. But what I can do is that I can network and I can be prepared. All right. And uh, and that's what I'm doing. I'm ramping up what I'm doing. I'm trying to connect more with people. And I would recommend to you greatly that you leverage digital and that you network. All right. Hey, listen, thanks for joining me, everybody today. I'm going to try to do this more often. I appreciate all the people that have joined us from all around the world. And I always wrap up my broadcast by saying fair winds and following seas to you because I want all of you to be successful in what you do. Thanks and have a great day. Bye. Hey, wait, don't go away yet. We have a lot more interesting information to come. Hey, I really appreciate you watching this broadcast, but in order for us to continue to bring this to you free, we have sponsors. I'd really appreciate it if you would just listen to our sponsor and then we'll get right back to the podcast. 
Thanks. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Digital Aircraft Secrets podcast. Digital Aircraft exists to promote safe and efficient worldwide air transport. Aviation connects the world. Aviation connects us as people. Join the conversation on LinkedIn, YouTube, and Facebook at hashtag digital aircraft. Let's help the aviation industry be a thriving place for all of us to reach our dreams.